We're WSA, and we are in the business of designing environments that work. We create workplaces for all sorts of people, and we've always learned a lot by listening. Why? Because architects who listen are people who design, really design, for others, for everyone, and for all of us. This podcast is about what designers hear when they listen carefully to what people want and what people need. Welcome to Workplace Crafted. In today's episode of Workplace Crafted, we begin to discuss how we leverage specific strategies to get to the core of the criteria and create great designs. In a post-pandemic world, people want it all. They want to work in a progressive, modern environment, and they want to be able to live near their families. For years, our society has been witnessing what I call the great sort. You had the choice of an urban environment with lots of opportunities and also lots of expense, or a rural setting where you might have the ability to be close to your family in an affordable setting. And it seemed like you could not have both. So today we're gonna talk with the team from Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. On this project, we were able to address both issues. How can we design a forward-thinking modern office space for an insurance company in a rural setting to give the opportunity for both to occur? And you'll learn how, in a post-pandemic setting, our design has some resonance. We're here with Marcella Smith with Ohio Mutual Insurance, Troy Brummel, and Jess Hammond from our team. And we're going to talk a little bit about the specific processes that we have used on our projects in order to get to where we need to be. So, Marcella, you just had a promotion. You have an expanded role since we worked with you. Could you tell us about your role? I'd be happy to. So my role expanded from when we worked together to Vice President of Human Resources to Chief Administrative Officer. And in that role, I continue to lead talent, human resources. In addition to that, I work with our continuous improvement team and project management. So you've obviously done something right because they've expanded your mission. And I know when we worked with you, I felt that the relationship was critical to the overall success of the project. And it was a moment when we really learned a lot about the influence and the power of the HR team member to be an influencer on the project design. So also with us today is Jess Hammond. Jess, you led the interior design team. So can you talk a little bit more about your role? Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So this actually was one of my first projects when I joined WSA just about four years ago. So I was very excited to be given this opportunity as the lead designer, meeting Marcella and the rest of the executive team, and as well as the facilities team. We knew we had quite a few challenges ahead of us for the renovation, but were kind of prompted with the right team to accept that challenge. So also with us today is Troy Brummel. Troy had the role of working with us at the time as a project manager, and this project was a significant focus for Troy. Yeah, thanks, Tim, and thanks for having me back. So Jess and I were specifically on the project in a technical sense to help turn what Marcella and Ohio Mutual needed from the building, both space-wise and the architecture, to really help their organization kind of move into the future of how they expected to work. 
So I was responsible for the architectural technical implementation and making sure that the way that we designed the spaces, we coordinated those with the mechanical, electrical, plumbing consultants and coordinating all the pieces and pulling them together. So I know for me, as a leader on the project, it was important for us to understand your mission, values, and purpose. So Marcella, could you talk a little bit about what Ohio Mutual is and your mission? So Ohio Mutual Insurance Group, we're based in Bucyrus, Ohio. And that is a rural community that we're very proud to be a part of. We're a property casualty insurance carrier. And so we insure auto, home, farm, and commercial properties in seven states. In addition to that, independent agents throughout those seven states represent Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. They're also representing other insurance carriers. So our relationship with our independent agents is paramount to our success. In addition to that, providing customers with exceptional experiences when they do have contact with us is very important. And our members, our policyholders, we strive, again, to create the best possible experiences for them. So when we were working with WSA team, one of the things I really appreciated about our partnership was your desire to understand our business and to understand our guiding principles, which are the foundation to our business. What we want to do is be the industry leader in the insurance market in those seven states where we do business. And again, how we do that is through that very strong partnership with our independent agents and those positive experiences for our policyholders. Now, in terms of our associates, we need to create a positive employee experience for them so they can in turn do that for the customers. And so our values are how we work together. We strive to do the right thing. We are very focused on results, loyalty with those key partners, continuous improvement. How am I developing myself? What am I doing to move the business forward? And then how we work with one another, that teamwork. We work hard, but we have fun along the way. And again, Tim and team really made it a focus to understand those values. And then how we interpret that to our short-term and long-term strategy. One of the things that was really important to me was for our building, the interior of that building to reflect who we are. And it just didn't. You know, it was a great building, had great bones, but it didn't reflect necessarily the progressive nature of how we perform in the industry. We are rated A by AM Best, and they look at all insurance companies that give you a rating based upon your financial performance and what the future looks like. Are you in a situation where you can protect your policyholders when they have a claim? Also, Aon Ward, they 
determine who are the top 50 performing insurance carriers in the United States, out of over 3,000 insurance carriers. This year, the last three years, and nine times, we have been ranked as a top 50 insurance carrier in the United States. And we're in Bucyrus, Ohio. So why is that? Snapping for Marcella Snap, right snap, now. snap. Snaps all around. Snap for Ohio Mutual Insurance Group <laughs> Associates because it is due to them that we are so successful. So, Marcella, I want to talk to you a little bit about kind of digging in a little bit deeper into some of the things we did early on in the process. You know, we certainly came out. We, we surveyed the site. We had countless meetings with you and your team, and that team did, again, entail Marcella, some executive team members. We also had the facilities team as well as the IT team there as this integral, comprehensive project team, along with Troy, Tim, and myself. So we did a lot of work kind of up front before we even dug into all the, the fun, pretty things, if you will. So we did a lot of things like an organizational chart. I know you shared that with us early on with the entire company. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? And we can maybe chat about some of these other items like programming interviews, as well as if you remember the third party organization called Corio, who did all those fun heat map hotspots and kind of dug a little bit deeper on the organizational and the spatial planning of the, the building. Yeah, so early on, in addition to getting to know the physical space, your team, again, wanted to dig deep into our guiding principles and what is the culture like at Ohio Mutual Insurance Group. And the associates that work there, where are they coming in from? You know, the majority live in the Bucyrus area. So it's a real sense of family. And you picked up on that very early on, and that found its way into the design, which we can, we can talk about that later if you'd like. Also, what is it that we wanted to accomplish in the business, not the design, but in the business that year, three years out, long-term, and how do you work together? You understand the insurance industry. You have a number of clients who are insurance carriers. So that helped. But again, you really just dug into who are you and what is your business about and what's important to you. Then we moved into more of the aspects around now with this physical building what are your goals? Yeah, I, I remember sitting in on all of those department interviews. I know you were with us too, but it was very interesting digging a little bit deeper. It was with each individual within those teams. I think it was, they really appreciated the opportunity to have those conversations with us to know that they were part of the design and were part of the process and they had a voice and they knew they were going to be with the company long-term and they wanted to kind of have that moment where they knew that they were included in the comprehensive kind of master plan of the space and of the building. Yeah, it was very important to meet with each functional area, one, so that you can get to know them. What do they do? How do they do their work? Who are their internal customers? Who are their external customers? That paid 
significant dividends as we moved into the physical changes in the building because they had a voice in the process. And while I was extremely excited about what this future was going to look like, I'm sure you're well aware of this, but it was a little bit surprising at times how others may not share that same view because I like my space. I like my workstation. I like where I'm located in the building. And, you know, why would we want to change this? And we just kept going back to what it is that they needed to be more effective at work. What is it that they desired and aligning it with the goal? So it certainly helps with change management. Absolutely. I know that was a a very key role in this project. I know we, there was also a lot of logistics that went into this project. I'm sure you remember, you know, we, we had to shift departments around. We looked at adjacencies within departments and who worked better along one side of, of another department and who maybe didn't. And I know we, there was a lot of moving pieces and parts. And I know Troy, I'm sure remembers that as well, kind of shifting people around, you know, that, that space utilization. We also looked at that and how a lot of spaces went underutilized. So we, definitely made that part of the the journey as well and making it more efficient. Troy, do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I think what Jess is alluding to is that when the project was going on, we were occupying the building the whole time. So there was a lot of effort put into figuring out how to swing the different groups of employees so that we could get the work done and continue to have the business operate as efficiently and effectively as possible while those renovation efforts were going on. I think going back to what Marcel was talking about with how WSA kind of started the project with Ohio Mutual, getting involved with understanding the business, I think it's definitely crucial to every project we've done. And you see when you work with a variety of different organizations, everybody has a different culture and everybody has different constraints Everybody has different goals. So part of you know, making a successful project is coming in and understanding uh, the baseline of that organization, understanding the kind of cultural norms that are prevalent in that organization so that hopefully you can hear what goals they have and maybe see how those existing norms maybe are constraining them. And so part of it is not just supporting the status quo, but also being able to see the breadth of what makes the organization kind of work well. And then it helps to be on the outside to, to be able to see maybe what is keeping them from, from reaching some of those greater long-term goals. And I think that kind of speaks to some individuals, you know, they saw their norm and it was working well for them. But, you know, as, as a business leader, you're looking, I don't know, 20, 50 years down the road, and how do we get there? And we can't just be complacent with what works for us now. We've got to look to what is going to make this organization not only be able to endure for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, but thrive and, you know, outpace and outcompete your competitors. One of the challenges that we had in the short term was, space utilization. We had run out of space to add 
to our team. And that was certainly one of our goals is how do we expand the capacity for that building to continue to grow the business in terms of the number of associates. And we were able to accomplish that with your help in the design process. We increased that capacity by around 20%. And that's strictly talking about the number of dedicated workstations. We also, through your help with the design, increased our conference room capacity and collaborative spaces and hoteling spaces and Zen spaces. We didn't have the latter type of work spaces available. And that was something that you picked up on right away with our team members who come in from the surrounding area who work remote because we did have team members working remote pre-pandemic and they would just kind of plop down wherever someone was sitting their workspace and they were gone for the day. And that's certainly not the warm, inviting environment we wanted for anyone on the team. So, Jess, you, you began to speak a little bit about the integration of a third-party consultant, which I feel talks right to this issue. So we used a team out of Indianapolis called Corio, and they came on site and they did just basic observation. So if you recall, I think they came in for five days and they would just take note at certain times of the day if conference rooms or offices or workstations were being used. Now, you, you had warned everybody that this was gonna happen, but I think they still thought it was a little bit weird that everybody was being watched. But I will never forget the day when we made the presentation to you and the executive team and we showed we had shown two options one was to do a multi-million dollar addition to the building to accommodate the growth and the alternative was to take data from the analysis that had been done with our partner corio and recognize that internally the way you allocated space individually needed to change. And if it did, we could potentially not add any space at all to the building. That decision was a multi-million dollar decision where we all collectively were in agreement that we needed to tackle changing the way work was done within certain departments. So maybe you could talk a little bit more to that moment? Well, your team is very smart because insurance professionals love data. They love it. And, you know, we had the nut, you had the numbers, you were able to demonstrate this team, the team members are sitting at their desk this percentage of time. And we went through that with each of the teams. And what we discovered is we had dedicated workspaces for individuals who were rarely at their desk. They were collaborating with others in the building, and they were spending their time in conference rooms or in the actual work area of their internal customers. Wow, that's valuable real estate. And if we wanted to invest in our expansion without 
adding an addition to the building, we really need to change how we look at where we sit when we are at work. And many of us, for decades, were accustomed to sitting at our own desk with pictures of our family, our pets, our plants, our trophies. What does that mean for all of that? if I'm going to be sharing a space with others. And again, just going back to that data, it was critical in making that decision that saved us millions of dollars and got us to the end state where we met all the goals that we had for this project. I think the other thing that came out of that study was adding... Marcella, you mentioned it earlier, but adding more of those collaboration and amenity spaces. So I thought it was great that we designed not only a break or kind of retreat area for folks, but that also was a flexible space to also be treated as kind of an all-hands-on-deck meeting space for those larger gatherings, whether it's an internal or external for the staff, for those important moments within the company. I thought that was really great to kind of incorporate that into the overall master plan and space plan as well. Yes, and it has worked out so fantastic for us. So our common space where we had all hands on deck meetings, it was dedicated to that only. So 90 some percent of the time, we had a huge space in our building that was not being utilized. Now we have a multifunctional common area where we can have all hands on deck meetings. In addition to that, it's gathering space for our associates. And you must have had a crystal ball because coming back from the pandemic, coming back into the office, these are spaces where we come together and collaborate and innovate and learn and develop. We didn't have those spaces in the past. And just to put the cherry on top, it's an absolutely beautiful space. And when visitors come into our building or prospective candidates, uh, you can see their eyes get wide when we walk into what we call the commons. So I think we're going to shift a little bit and talk about some other exciting things. So we've kind of talked about the mission, the values, the purpose, and kind of setting up, establishing that criteria where we kind of just talked about the programming and all those important steps that we took at the beginning to kind of lead us into the end result and making it a successful project. A lot of other kind of things went into that. So we talked about the addition or the no need for the addition, excuse me. I also want to talk about a little bit more on the future growth and kind of that that cross-collaboration that hopefully has happened since the renovation in terms of cross-collaborating within departments. It is a multi-story building, so We also intentionally designed some of those social hub areas, if you will, to intentionally be located within departments so there is more of that cross-collaboration and engagement. Have you noticed more of that happening since the renovation? We've definitely seen that since the renovation, and that was certainly one of the goals that we had. We had departments that were split on different floors. We had teams who were nowhere near physically in the building, teams that they worked closely with. So you solved that challenge for us. Also, 
we had we had conference rooms, but they weren't necessarily the size that accommodated the needs for our meetings. And so we would have one or two conference rooms that were being booked all the time and everybody was wanting to get into them and it wasn't available. You created conference rooms that had the technology that we needed, the space that we needed, and they're being utilized. It's not, you know, the race to get to that one or two. And then the common areas within the teams or the collaborative spaces within the teams, we can come out of our individualized workstation if we have one. We have technology available to us to work and to solve problems, move the business forward, and bring in third-party vendors and associates who work remote pre-pandemic and now we're hybrid. So this is working out fantastic for us in this post-pandemic hybrid work environment. We knew we needed those types of spaces for how we do work. What we didn't know at that time was our world was going to be turned upside down and how we work, where we work has changed forever. And this hybrid model is here to stay and those spaces provide us the opportunity to pull everyone in, no matter where you are, and be engaged in the business. I think similar to how Corio helped understand the utilization of individual workspaces, there's a similar effort to do that on the kind of collaborative spaces and conference rooms. So I think you had a few larger conference room spaces before the renovation, which kind of created a log jam, if you will, when maybe there were multiple meetings that were, you know, maybe five, six, seven, eight attendees, but you had conference rooms that supported maybe 15 or 20 person conference spaces. So I think it was a great success to add multiple conference space sizes so that you could accommodate more meetings at the same time. But meetings didn't have to compete with multiple meeting sizes, other meetings that were different sizes because there were more spaces to accommodate that variety of conferencing needs. And then you also had kind of the open collaborative spaces that could accommodate more casual interactions where they might have gone off to a conference room and tied up a conference room for two people just having you no know, spur-of-the-moment conversation or work session where they didn't want to be at their desks. Now you've got a plethora of those kind of small spaces where people can kind of get off to the side and, and have those spontaneous conversations and, and not tie up valuable conference room space. So I think that was another successful strategy that similar to the choreo spurred on by that kind of data-driven investigation of how the building was operating for you and then where we could take that with the renovation work. So I, I kind of want to build on what we've been talking about and ask about the response from the groups that we did disrupt. So in particular, I recall several user groups being concerned about this new method of organizing or how we were going to come together. And you referenced that earlier. 
about how we were going to change away from being able to have your personal effects and et cetera. So now a few years later, is there any feedback that you would provide? Has it changed the way people work? It has changed how we conduct the work in the office. It, it certainly has. And it's facilitated even more collaboration. You may recall that even the cubicles that we had had extremely high walls. And, you know, you were just, you know, in your, in your own space. We brought down those walls. We do still have some traditional workstations, but again, with lower walls. And when you walk through the building, you see people standing up, talking to one another, working together. And then in areas where we went to more of the bench seating to facilitate that collaborative work that was that came out of that choreo study. They're, they're huddled around together in that work area, and they also huddle in their designated huddle space. So continuous improvement is one of our values. And one of the tenets of continuous improvement is team huddles. And we didn't have those team huddle spaces, and we have those now. And it's really cool to walk through the building, observe those happening. One of the other things that you did for us in these huddle spaces is we have dry erase magnetic walls. So we'll come together very quickly and just start doing a journey map, a customer map, utilizing different techniques real-time on that wall together. So all that aside, one of your most important roles is to retain talent and also recruit talent. And I'm certain it's been really challenging in the pand- during the pandemic to uh, address those issues. Do you believe that the project, the timeliness of the project has contributed to helping Ohio Mutual hold on to talent? It has definitely helped us retain talent. We are fortunate in that we do have low turnover rates. So we average 7 to 8% turnover a year. We wish it was lower than that. However, the majority of our turnover, like half of it, is planned retirements. And so this space has helped us, again, retain talent. People feel proud to work in a beautiful office that is modern and has amenities that are important to associates and is designed in a way that I can be more effective in how I go about doing my work and how I work with my other team members. Yeah, and in a post-pandemic world, The other thing I think that's important is people don't necessarily want to have to come to Columbus to work for a major insurance company that has modern office space. So we knew it was important for us to be doing this in a rural setting, but it seems in a post-pandemic environment, it's even more important because you're able to have the ability to live in this fabulous small town that has a Bratwurst Festival every year and all of these great things, build 
your family as part of that community and have access to a world-class facility and organization in your backyard. Yes, it, it is a world-class facility. And when we have prospective team members come in to meet with us, job shadow interview, I was very concerned prior to the renovation of what is the unintended message they are observing when they walk into the building because it just did not represent who we are at this time and as we're moving forward. It needed to show candidates that this is a world-class organization. This is an organization that has a strong financial foundation. We are progressive. We're innovative. And you get to do really cool things when you work here. Even in Bucyrus. In Bucyrus, you can be involved in very innovative work in the insurance industry. And we do have a intern program every year and a trainee class every year. And they are interviewing with insurance carriers in Columbus, Cleveland, and Cincinnati And when they walk into our building, we are on par with those organizations. And they do not have a concern about the work environment. And they find out very quickly, they get to be involved in our top strategic work. And that's some of the feedback that they provide to us. The interns are surprised at the impactful work that they get to contribute to. Our trainees When they become a team member on a project that is very innovative in nature, some of the feedback they share with me is, I I just never dreamed that I would get to be involved in this type of work so early in my career. And we needed the physical space to demonstrate that as well. Contextually, there is a movement that's sweeping the nation that people are calling the Great Resignation. So in a post-pandemic environment, my thinking is a lot of people have thought, I don't want to do this anymore. If they don't like it, they're just saying no, right? And people are walking away. So earlier, we were talking about how you're doing every effort to meet people where they are and provide that level of flexibility and how the, the building and the space contribute to that. So could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, what we found in the pandemic is that it is, clearly it's important to listen to associates, but the heightened emphasis on flexibility and genuine care and concern through your actions for associates during this extremely challenging time You know, we have a number of parents whose children could not go to school. And so they needed to be home with their children, helping them with their education. And they wanted to work as well. They didn't want to have to resign so they could care for family members. You have team members who have family members who have compromised immune systems, and they need to be caring for them and not coming into the office. So we were very accommodating with that, but then there's that desire to get back 
in the office with your team members, with the people that you care about, and being able to make the decision when you feel comfortable doing that or when you can actually leave your home to come into the office. And the workspace most definitely accommodates that. Yeah, I know WSA has certainly been agile in that too. I'm sure Ohio Mutual Insurance Group has in that, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen, but having that that flexibility and the agility and the open mind to kind of not, I guess, expect the unexpected and kind of flex with what's with what's going on and having that open communication line, I guess, regardless of where you're working and, and knowing that we're kind of all going through this together. And we are going through this together and we did go through it together. We were able to sustain world-class engagement levels in 2020, 2021. We utilized Gallup's Q12. So that's a database of a million, over a million respondents. And our organization was at the highest level of engagement, according to Gallup. And why is that? We communicated at a minimum once a week what was happening in terms of our response to the pandemic. It was continuing that flexibility and listening to associates and when you're in the office, creating a safe work environment. Are there spaces, Marcella, that you think are missing from the renovated building right now that we may have missed early on in our programming phase? I believe that you helped us achieve every one of our goals. We are extremely thrilled <laughs> with the outcome of this project. We are very, very proud of the building. We were able to increase capacity. We were able to increase conference room capacity. It's a safer building. We put in a generator, a water suppression system. You connected us with a safety consultant in terms of what is it we need to do from a training perspective and from a physical aspect to make the building as safe as possible for our associates. We have a modern building that represents who we are. And so, again, you, you helped us achieve those goals. And, and some of those goals were quite, quite lofty when you look at the physical constraints that we did have. The one thing that we would like to do in our future state is a walking path because it is a rural environment, so we don't have the ability to get outside, walk around the neighborhoods, so we want to create our own neighborhood. And then we would also like to have a fitness center. Work can be very stressful. It's hard to find time to have your physical needs in terms of exercise met when you're working full-time. So how convenient would it be to have that right there in our workspace? So those are future goals for us. One of the things that I think made the renovation so successful with the pandemic environment that we didn't foresee is really 
I think that the pandemic just pushed the kinds of things that the workplace, where the workplace was already going. It just forced us to get there a lot faster. So people were already looking for flexible work environments, both spatially and organizationally. You know, we've got the technology to be able to work where we want to work and really when we want to work if the space is available and if the organization supports the ability or the flexibility to kind of work when it might be more convenient for the worker. You know, sometimes that is okay for business. Sometimes work hours need to be more defined so that you're available for your clients, whether internal or external. But I think that the project was successful for the pandemic environment and for the the organization moving forward because that's what you're trying to achieve. Flexibility, space for people to work collaboratively. The interesting thing with kind of the the health and safety of the environment with an infection, I guess, if you will, because we created flexible work environments, you know, there were a lot less dedicated workspaces. So people were already accustomed to the idea of being flexible with where they're going to work. And when people had to spread out, we didn't really have to move desks per se, I would guess, because you could just kind of not use the desk in between these two hoteling stations. When we were coming back into the office throughout the pandemic, we did not have to make any physical changes to workspaces. We didn't have to make any. So we were set up for the the future of work. We didn't know that was going to include a pandemic. And now that we're coming back into the office, we're set up for the future of work in this hybrid environment and purposeful work when we are in the office. So when I'm in the office, I want to spend my time with other associates collaborating and working through challenges and solving business problems with them, utilizing you know, those huddle spaces, the whiteboards. And when I'm working from home, that's when I'm going to do my focus work, my individualized work. Well, the way the office was set up, like many offices prior to our renovation, everything was set up for focused work. And what we wanted was for people to come out of their individualized workstation and collaborate with members on their current team and cross-functionally. And you helped us reach that goal. What I didn't know at the time was that's going to be even more important in a post-pandemic world because when I come into the office, I want to be working with other people. So interestingly, a lot of the design outcomes seem to fit a post-pandemic world, which does seem like we are prophets uh, a little bit. But I'll suggest that it had more to do with the original questions that we asked. What is your mission? What's the vision for where you're going? What's the value system and your purpose? And this definitely helps to increase loyalty it actually allows you probably to be more agile and responsive to 
the needs of your uh, independent insurance agent partners. It allows you to meet the workers where they are and still maintain the integrity of the work that you do, right? So what's unique about the project is it is very suited only to Ohio Mutual Insurance. I don't think we could take this same model and replicate it elsewhere because there's so much in it that's unique to Ohio Mutual. So when we talk in terms of collaboration and agility, yes, I'm sure we're doing that with a lot of our clients, but there is a unique way that it was done for Ohio Mutual. And I think that plays into all of the team members that came to the table, both from WSA and Ohio Mutual, coming together to all have a voice to get us to the end result that we did and how successful that it, it became and still is. You've been listening to Workplace Crafted, a podcast brought to you by the design studios at WSA. I'm Tim Hawk, your host. Our guests today included Marcella Smith with Ohio Mutual Insurance Company, Jess Hammond with WSA, and Troy Brummel, a WSA alum. Thanks to each of you for your participation. You can follow Jess at Jess Hammond and Troy at Brummet M on Instagram. I hope all of you were able to capture the message If we can take the time to really evaluate the context of our challenges, we can craft a solution that's unique and transformative. Our theme music has been brought to you by Tommy Hecker with the encouragement of Amber Aitken, a studio leader at WSA. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe to the Workplace Crafted Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite source for timely information. You can also follow us on Instagram at WSA Studio. Our executive producer is Ryan Gann, and today's episode was created by Spencer Hawk, our podcast wizard and duck squat hero. Up next, I've invited my partner Todd Boyer, AIA, design lead Lauren Miller, AIA, and Amber Aitken, a human resource specialist, to join us to discuss the WSA partnership model, which allows us to develop an enduring relationship with clients and craft designs that are uniquely effective and tailored to client needs. Thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to our next time together on Workplace Crafted.